0: on a thursday morning at wax well, i guess you're going to get one of those today that'll be the beers because you're not going to see much sunshine today we got a chance of rain it started already mainly up north it's scattered throughout the air it's not going to be doesn't look like it's going to be a, a heavy rain maybe quarter to a half an inch at the most as it rains uh through parts of today by probably short time tonight by the time you get done with chores tonight it'll probably be gone so uh but it is, it is out there now. I just stuck my head out the back door and uh, not raining here in Eau Claire, at least where we are right now. But uh, we'll keep you updated on that. But just be aware there's rain in the forecast for today. On a Thursday morning, we have got lots of chores to do, and I'm Bob to do them. And I'm Scott. And,
1: yeah, that rain hasn't hit down uh, here on the farm yet either. No, it's I'm mainly at up i radar and... Yep, and it, I'd see it over by Faribault coming across the, starting to coming across the river toward Red Wing and South Wabashaw and that neck of the woods. But it was not raining on the fox's head, my vegetarian fox.
0: Is oh, well, visiting
1: good. the bird feeders again this morning.
0: So. Well, they're out there all the time, that's for sure. But it it is raining right now some places in the north country, and it'll move as south as the day goes along. So we've yep. uh, got that. Well, we knew, <laughs> we knew, and we, we <laughs> talked about uh, hearing what both candidates for president can to do for agriculture that some people wouldn't hear. People listen, but they don't hear. As we said, we yeah. had Mr. Biden, Mr. Vilsack, explaining Mr. Biden's position yesterday, and right away somebody got their undies in a twist and, uh, whoa, you got, <laughs> what about the other side? The other side is today, which we told you was going to happen. So we're going to hear from (laughs) Ray Starling, who has been a close advisor to President Trump. We'll hear about the Trump record on agriculture and moving forward. So, again, if you're going to listen, please hear, because we are getting both sides on the air. And we just flipped a a coin. I flipped a coin is what I did to see which one would go on first. And that's how we got the situation we got in but today it's the republican side so uh, you know for i know you said somebody said uh, <laughs> you can't you can't do that oh boy but uh, that's the frustrating uh, yeah. that's some uh, sometimes some frustrating things about a job like this no matter uh, what you do there are always a few that that listen but they do not hear so anyway, and we'll take a look at some other things going on in the World of Agriculture, the Wisconsin FFA officer team is putting together a plan of attack since they can't go to the schools. And the money is out in the governor's $50 million uh, funding. we got some counties around our area that got some money and uh, lots more to do this morning. So we'll let you go make some uh, coffee. What What are you making already? I know you got the pot hot.
1: Well, I'm brewing up some Sumatra this morning from Revolution Coffee down at Black River Falls. As always, get on down there. Give them a call ahead of time. They'll have your sandwich ready. They'll run it out to the curb. They'll even deliver down in the Black River Falls right around that neck of the woods. But uh, great sandwiches, great foods. Paninis. You like paninis,
0: Bob? Oh, yeah, I do. Actually, I do. You bet I oh, do yeah. like paninis. All right, well, you go enjoy that. Yep. We'll talk to you later. We will. There he goes, that's Scott this morning. Someday he's going to shock me and say he's going to make something besides Breakfast Blender Sumatra, but not yet. (laughs) Events of the Times bring out songs. Remember after 9-11 and as things happen, somebody writes a song, and this is Big and Rich's contribution to that, Stay Home. Hey, it's a minute after 5, this is 104.5
2: FM, WAXX O'Claire. Let's get some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Dean Muccio. President Trump says he's praying for the two Louisville officers injured in a shooting Wednesday night. Trump tweeted, the federal government stands behind those injured. He's ready to help. He's spoken to the governor there, and they're working together. The two officers were shot near where protests over the Breonna Taylor decision were going on and are expected to recover. One person is in custody. Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden wants protesters to not taint the legacy of Breonna Taylor by getting violent. The former VP said that's not what Taylor would have wanted. It was announced Wednesday that only one of the Louisville police officers is facing charges, but not for Taylor's death. Acting Homeland Security Secretary Chad Wolf could become the department's permanent leader. Brian Shook has more. He went before a Senate committee for his confirmation hearing Wednesday and admitted DHS has faced many challenges recently. However, Wolf said he's proud of how the department has responded to many events, including the coronavirus pandemic. He added that DHS will continue to shift and make sure those who want to harm the nation aren't able to do so. The late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg will lie in state at the U.S. Capitol tomorrow. The first woman to receive the honor. She was the second woman appointed to the high court and served for more than 27 years. A public viewing is taking place outdoors due to the pandemic. The stress of the coronavirus pandemic is taking a heavy toll on the nation's physicians. Dr. Gary Price, president of the Physicians Foundation, says surveys showing four in 10 doctors were suffering from burnout before the pandemic now shows nearly six in 10 are dealing with mental health issues.
3: The stress of the pandemic has made patients more difficult, that the worst complication of burnout—that is, physician suicide—has gotten worse.
2: Doctor Price reminds doctors that it's okay to seek help. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio.
0: And just a heads up, and I'm sure Scott will talk about it in the local news later on this morning. Vice President Mike Pence is going to be uh, in Eau Claire at, uh, I believe, Midwest Manufacturing later on this morning. And so, if you're uh, not going to the rally, Don't drive in that area because I'm sure they're going to have traffic all backed up because of the vice president. So uh, Mike Pence will be here later on this morning.
4: You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at Bremer.com.
5: Want to hear something amazing? The cleanest, greenest, most environmentally friendly way to heat and cool your home uses the most environmentally conscious approach because it uses energy that you already own geothermal energy. It's heat from the earth. It's been there for millions of years and will be for millions more. All you need is a geothermal system that will put it to work for you. Get off the fossil fuels. Call Water Source of Eau Claire to install a water furnace geothermal heating and cooling system. Go to watersourcegeothermal.com.
6: Smith Funeral Chapel smithfuneralchapelec.com Your Goodwill has been the Halloween headquarters for generations of trick-or-treaters. With each purchase, you fuel job training and opportunities for people with barriers to employment. How's that for a treat?
7: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
6: Five
0: and a half minutes now after five o'clock here at Wax. Weather-wise, chance of rain today. It's already been raining a little bit up to the northern part of our listening area. It'll eventually work its way south and it's not going to be a heavy rain. Maybe some isolated spots it will be heavy. But uh, for the most part, you get a quarter to a half an inch. That's probably about uh, all you're going to see. And then by probably the end of chore time tonight, it'll be pretty well out of here. Just cloudy overnight down to about 56. It'll be 72 today. Tomorrow back up into the 80s, maybe the last 80-degree day of the year. Well, we'll find out, but it is forecast to be about 81 on Friday, partly cloudy. Chance of a little more rain on Saturday with a high of 75. Then into the 60s on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday, chance of rain high of 57. So there's some cool spots. Thomas 51, Black River Falls 55 this morning up at Rice Lake. 60 degrees. Rice Lake's had some rain this morning. Wausau at 62. Marshfield at 60. We've got uh, La Crosse at 64. Green Bay at 58. Madison Sun Prairie cool at 55. 61 in Milwaukee. 63 right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area looking for again rain in the forecast today and a high of 72. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
8: (music)
9: join us for the start of our second year with double points, huge savings and free delivery. It's our biggest sale yet. Half price carpet, half price pad, half price vinyl and free installation. Plus 20% off Hunter Douglas blinds and up to 40% off all furniture and bedding. Don't forget the deals in hardware and grocery. This sale is for you. Our customer appreciation sale September 21st through the 27th at Russell's of Nealsville. Your family.
4: You know that taking care of the people who count on you means taking on the toughest problems and that there's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all solution. We're Bremer Bank. We know your path to success won't look like anyone else's, and we're ready to help you make your way. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com.
7: Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin Way of Life, Wax 104.5, and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And evidently, we're having a little phone problem here to get Scott back on to help us take a look at the markets this morning. So uh, we will proceed with that little task on our own this morning and then get Scott around later on for the uh, farm news. And uh, taking a look at the cash livestock market, uh, choice fed beef steers 98 to 106 and three quarters, the mixed at 80 to 97. Choice-fed beef heifers, 97 to 103.5, with a mix, 70 to 96. Choice-fed Holstein steers, 89 to 95. Cows, 56 to 73. The bulls, 72 to 91. Butcher hogs, 32 and down. Sows, 15 and down. The boars, 5 to 9. New crop market lambs, 120 to 138. The old crop, 120 to 149, with the feeder lambs, 125 to 210. And at the Mercantile Exchange, looking at livestock futures, We've got October live cattle, 107.15, up 67. December at 111.20, up 102. February at 114.80, up 60. April at 116.85, up 47. Feeder cattle for October at 141.52, that was up 90 cents. November at 141.65, up 47. January, 139.95, up a half a dollar. March, 139.15, up 67. Lean hog carcass contracts. October at 69.50 up 117. December 64.35 up 25. February 69.07. That was unchanged. And April hog 72.20 down 7. More to trade a little bit lower overnight as we had some harvest pressure to deal with as uh, December corn. Down four at 364. The oats down a penny at 286. December wheat down six at 542. November beans down 11 at 1003. Meal for October down three dollars and ten cents a ton at 339 dollars even. Dairy markets products were lower. Barrels down a half a cent yesterday, 163. Block cheese down six at 254. The butter down a dime at 152. Class three September down two at 1625. October Up three cents at 1845, November up a penny at 1817, December up 13 at 1734, January up nine at 1676. Let's look at our markets courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance. 11 minutes after 5, we'll take a look at some farm news coming up on WAX.
6: Farm news brought to you by Dummers Grain Service and Buck Country Grain. Harvest season is underway, and you know what that means. It's time to look at marketing your corn and soybeans. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummers Grain Service in Holman are the people to trust. They work with the farmer to get them the most competitive price for their commodities. Target price offers purchase contracts, basis contracts, and more. They offer all grain services. Buck Country Grain in Arcadia and Dummers Grain Service in Holman. Give them a call today or visit their website at www.buckcountrygrain.com. It's where your corn and soybeans want to go.
7: The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, we've got almost 12 minutes after 5 o'clock and we've got uh, lots of farm news. We've got uh, Scott's phone working again. So what's going on in
6: agriculture this morning, (laughs) Scott? Pioneer oh, will take you million, on a behind-the-scenes journey to learn about the places that make...
1: ...to help farmers get through the coronavirus pandemic has been sent to farmers. The breakdown of where the money went shows it was a pretty well spread across the state. Grant County in southwestern Wisconsin got the most, almost $3.2 million, followed by Dane County, which got almost $2.4 million. 16 other counties around the state Each got more than a million dollars, including Chippewa, Dunn, Clark, Marathon, Pierce, Trempolo, and Vernon counties in our area. It looks like those oil refineries that were denied gap year waivers from the renewable fuel standards aren't going to get any federal money to help ease that decision. Both President Trump and Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue said this week that even the $300 million the president said might be available from the Commodity Credit Corporation to those refineries isn't going to be available. Secretary Purdue said money for such a reason doesn't qualify for funding from the CCC. Also, that short-term funding bill that Congress has worked out specifically prevents the CCC from providing money to the refiners. It looks like the dollars now are there to fund the second coronavirus food assistance program to the tune of $14 billion and keep the government operating through December 11th. The House passed the bill after the Democrats got assurances no money would go to oil refineries and $8 billion would be made available for nutrition programs around the country. And as you were mentioning earlier, Rob, the Wisconsin FFA officer team has put together a schedule that will let them have contact with members around the state through virtual meetings. Next month, the team is putting together a COWS program, that's Chapter Officer Workshops. Those sessions will be designed to train new officer, or Chapter Officer teams. During November, the state officers will hold a sec- an annual sectional leadership workshops online using Zoom to hold those meetings. The team also announced the annual fire conference for members in grades 7 through 9 will be held virtually in December. And 200 state soybean growers will soon be surveyed by the government for the 2020 Egg Resource Management Survey. The survey wants to know how growers use egg chemicals and manage pests on their farms. They will uh, start calling farmers next month.
0: Yeah, 200 in Wisconsin, 4,000 soybean growers around the country will be involved in that, and then they'll release the information uh, a little bit later on. Well, are the brewers done?
1: Uh, you can almost stick a fork with them. I, I mentioned to you off air here, when my phone was just dead, I might as well have been holding a 20-ounce claw hammer in my hand. You might as well use that claw hammer and put them away now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they just uh, that open. pitcher. That pitcher for Cincinnati is a good one. He is very, very good. But the Brewer offense has been suspect all year. And uh, Christian Yelich never did come around. He started slow and he never, never yeah. got hot. They never put a uh, winning streak together. Now five games against the Cardinals. There's not a lot of margin for error if they want to get in.
1: It's interesting to see uh, that dynamic now with sixty games versus 162, that you get the chance over that 162 games maybe to have those extra streaks and, you know, build into things. That's what I always look. And by the way, one of the legends yesterday, and on the sports side, you know, oh, yeah. sports. Yep. Oh, yeah, Gail Sayers, one of my all-time favorites to watch as a little kid. I always wanted to be either Gail Sayers or Dick Butkus. <laughs> I think
0: I might have. Well, I'll tell you, you're, you're closer to Butkus than you were to Sayers, the way he could move. He that, was he was as uh, right. good as it got. I remember watching him. You and I are the age that we could see him when he came up, and yep. he was as good as it gets. That's for sure. All right, sir, we're going to Ed, let you, Ed, uh, what?
1: And, Bob, you cried watching Brian's song.
0: Oh, absolutely. If you didn't, you didn't have much of a <laughs> sense, I'll tell you. That, uh... If you've never seen Brian's song, watch it. it it's real life <laughs> stuff. So. All right, yep. sir, we'll talk to you later on and get some more news. Yes, we will. There goes Scott this morning. And uh, we've got almost 17 minutes after 5 o'clock. And again, in just a few moments, we're going to hear from Ray Starling, the spokesman for President Trump on agriculture. We got the Democrats yesterday, Republicans today. So. Those of you that uh, were kicking and screaming about the Democratic position, we got the Republicans today. And as I said, I got both interviews and I flipped a coin as to which one would go first. It wasn't uh, any bias or whatever. It's just that's how we did it. So uh, hang on. It's coming in just a moment. But don't forget, National Farm Safety and Health Week is continuing this week. So as we get more chores done, and we're doing pretty darn good getting the crop off, haven't heard of many farm accidents, if any, and hopefully we can keep it that way as uh, we want to stay safe. And also today, over in the uh, Athens area, PDPW will have another uh, farm tour and environmental workshop featuring producer panels. And it's going to be at Miltrum Farms over in the Athens area. Now, they wanted you to pre-register, but uh, i bet if you showed up, you can get there. It'll start Registration about 9, and then the workshops begin about 9.30. They'll have a lunch, and uh, they'll go until early in the afternoon. So that is today over at Miltrum Farms in the Athens area. Registration at 9. So if you want to get involved in that, get the chores done and uh, get to Miltrum Farms. All right, coming up, we're going to hear what... Ray Starling has to say about President Trump's performance in his first term as president and what we might be able to look forward to if there is a second Trump term. That's coming up next on Wax, 18 and a half after five
5: premier livestock and auctions at withy is having their big fall roundup machinery auction friday october 9th at 9 a.m this sale is accepting all farm machinery farm related items and construction tools and equipment there's a september 24th advertising deadline but consignments will be accepted until 3 pm october 2nd there will be on-site bidding along with online bidding through equipmentfactxs.com Com. Buyers will be bidding from around the nation. Premier Livestock and Auctions has the lowest commission rates around and proven results. For information or to consign equipment, visit premierlivestockandauctions.com or call 715-229-2500. That's premierlivestockandauctions.com, 715 229 Premier Livestock and Auctions.
7: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: A second Trump term as president may look like what as far as agriculture in rural America? We're going to find out. We're going to talk with Ray Starling now, and Ray knows this administration. He's a former special assistant to the president for agriculture, trade, and food assistance, as well as serving as chief of staff for agriculture secretary, Sonny Perdue. And, uh, Ray, thanks for being with us today and explaining some of the things we might look forward to in a second Trump administration. But looking back on the first administration, which you've been very much a part of, what would you say are the highlights of what President Trump has gotten done for agriculture and rural America in his first four years?
10: I think the big thing that changed in January of 2017 was that someone started listening and paying attention to people that drive tractors, people that herd cattle, uh, people that set hens. Uh, And I I think, frankly, at the highest levels of our government, it had been a while uh, since that had happened. I I think within the first 100 days, President Trump welcomed a group of farmers uh, to sit around the table in the Roosevelt Room and to talk about their priorities. They talked about uh, trade. Now, granted, this is a topic where Trump has taken a lot of action. Uh, Some of that has resulted in retaliatory efforts aimed at our farmers, largely because foreign countries understand that's a place where Trump wants to keep that group of people happy. Uh, But trade and resetting the trade conversation, not just for the U.S., but for the world, was something on that group of farmers list. And it's certainly been a place where the president has focused. Uh, Another place is regulatory reform. You know, we hear it all the time that farmers tell us it's not just one regulation here or there. It is the cumulative effect. President Trump's administration has done a number of things to try to drive down that cumulative effect. Some of them are one-offs. Some of them are looking, again, at the waters of the United States rule and how we regulate under the Clean Water Act. That's kind of a big big one, if you will, that affects a lot of rural landowners. Some of them are small, but then some of them are, frankly, Bob, just procedural Uh, If I'm going to be subject to this regulation, and if I've got to get this kind of statement or check off this form, for crying out loud, uh, let me do it in a few minutes as opposed to in a few years. You know, we all want good environment. We all want good uh, conservation. We all want to take care of what God has given us here to be stewards of. And so at the end of the day, you know, we're all on the same page. I'm fine with having some check on that, but let's don't let the tail wag the dog. Let's make sure that check Uh, Merely is a check and and is not the equivalent of, you know, what I would jokingly call a federal act. Uh, So the regulatory reform, put that on that list. Uh, And then I think, you know, really trying to help get rural America connected. Uh, COVID has really shown that more than ever. Uh, I think the the piece that's probably the story that's not told is that USDA and the president and the rural broadband efforts were really well, well underway even before covid Uh, even before that issue sort of became prime time. I mean, three years ago, Secretary Perdue was saying broadband and ubiquitous broadband are the utility of the 21st century, meaning this is the equivalent of our old REA. This is the equivalent of getting electricity to rural parts of America so that it's not left behind. We've got to get that connectedness to the World Wide Web out there. Uh, those are a few things that come to mind. I'm happy to talk about other specifics, uh, but when I think about big rocks uh, that this administration's you know really focused on and really turned the conversation on, those are really to start
0: with. Obviously. And Ray, thank you again for being with us, Ray Starling, who's been a special assistant to the president and also chief of staff for ex Secretary Sonny Purdue. You mentioned trade. I would assume we've got some history with the president to go forward in a second administration you expect him if he's going to do trade deals, they will be bilateral versus multinational, like he got us out of TPP right away. You expect him to to go country by country. I think that's
10: probably right. I mean, I, I think if there are opportunities to do some together that make sense, uh, I don't. I don't get the sense that the president and, and Ambassador Lighthizer are necessarily opposed to. Bilateral deals merely to be opposed to bilateral deals. I think the argument they make is, and they've made it quite well, is um, you know we we want to do deals that give America the best option. And when we're negotiating with seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven other folks at the table, and we're trying to get the best deal for everyone, that's not necessarily the best deal for the United States. And so yes, I think procedurally mechanically, structurally, you'll see that be the focus, but I think they could back away from that if if they saw that there was a better opportunity. I think the the real driving force in the trade conversations has been, how long are we going to continue to try to do things that actually don't appear to be working? In other words, the most legitimate criticism I have heard, and I've been in these rooms and I talk to people all the time about this topic, the real, the legit, and I'll give them some credit, the legitimate concern I hear is it doesn't appear that your plan is working any better than what we were doing before. Well, I have two reactions to that. One of them is I actually don't think that's true. Take the example you just mentioned, Bob, TPP. For agriculture, we got a better result than we would have had under TPP. And we didn't have to do all the things to the other parts of our economy that were, were frankly, not good uh, in TPP. In other words, ag has always been an afterthought. The renegotiation with Japan and basically taking the ag parts of the TPP and making it into a bilateral deal with Japan, president's—you know that was done over a year ago. And so I think the real thing to watch in the trade conversation is – resetting and, and and really taking that policy of America first, uh, it's not our job at the negotiation table to necessarily bring everybody along. That's great when we can do it. And certainly we need to be thinking about working with partners on some you know geopolitical issues. But we're not going to put that on the backs of our farmers. We're not going to put that on the backs of our rural folks working in manufacturing. Uh, we're going to sort of reset that. And I, I know this is a long answer, but I'd throw one other thing on top of it. And then I'll yield. And that is to, to make a long story short, what we're seeing now in the scope of COVID, this conversation about reshoring critical medical supplies, this conversation about reshoring and who gets the vaccine, who is the most, who has the ingenuity that develops it uh, within their borders. That conversa- If we were in a different era, if we had a Democrat president right now. What you'd be hearing the commentators and some of the press say is, this shows you the wisdom of the president's efforts over the past two or three years to bring it back. This shows you why it's important, because now we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're showing where we're exposed. Unfortunately, we're not getting that kind of recognition, and and for reasons we all understand. Uh, But it's just fascinating to me that exactly what Trump has been saying with regard to trade policy. Uh, we're now seeing in the midst of COVID is exactly what will make us a safer country
0: long-term. And, Ray, as long as you mentioned COVID and health care, rural health care, it's very fragile. Our rural hospitals are very fragile. There's a lot of concern about uh, what's coming forward with uh, health care coverage, and will our rural hospitals be alive as we go forward? Are we going to have enough doctors? Are we going to have enough uh, equipment in these hospitals What is the concern in the administration going forward about propping up or helping rural health care be there when it's needed?
10: Yeah, it's a great question. And and the economics are daunting, particularly when you see institutions that are heavily reliant on uh, Medicaid customers and reimbursements from the federal government. And so I think a couple of things I would touch on there, and this is a little outside of my expertise, but, you know, I think the president's paying attention. Uh, on issues like drug pricing. Uh, I think he's paying attention on cost of care. Uh, I think he's looking, and again, the whole broadband topic that I brought up a, a few minutes ago, that relates to telehealth and how do you deliver these services uh, in a less expensive matter. But I think they're also talking about you know extending services through more professionals than doctors. In other words, having really talented physicians assist.
0: Ray Starling, part of his comments. We've got more that we'll be playing uh, as the campaign goes along. The The President Trump side of things this morning. We had the Joe Biden side yesterday so uh, we got uh, both sides in. I think both had interesting comments and now it's up to you to decide if you haven't already. Well, we're going to decide to go to markets next because Rocky's going to join us from Premier Livestock over in the Withy area.
4: You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com.
7: For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Yeah, let's get to the markets over at Premier Livestock. Rocky is with us. You look out the window, yeah, Rocky? Is it raining in Lublin? I don't see any rain.
3: It's blackout, though.
0: Yeah, it's dark. It's going to rain off and on today, so look forward to that. But what's been happening so far over at Premier Livestock this week?
3: Uh, thank you, Bob, and uh, good morning, everyone. So, yesterday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. We sold 165 head of dairy cattle. Uh one tie stall herd market was very strong despite harvest being at peak. Uh very strong internet bidding helped immensely. Uh quality was excellent. We had Supreme Quality Top Fresh Cows bring eighteen seventy-five to twenty nine hundred. Uh we topped at thirty seven hundred on a registered cow from Todd Stanick. We had many other good cows from eleven fifty to eighteen and a half. Top quality spring and heifers thirteen fifty to seventeen and a half. Top Spring and Heifer was a Brown Swiss at 1950. Very active, strong market all day. Uh, we, next week on Wednesday, we got our special colored breed and organic dairy cattle auction. We got one certified organic dairy herd, uh, gonna be Fleck V Cross, um, herd. Uh, also have another heifer dispersal that's all certified organic. Herd number two, uh, crosses, shorthorns, linebacks, belted, and roans, uh, plus many other groups of jerseys, pro cross, and we do have a few guernseys. Full listing at uh, premierlivestockandoxes.com. Uh, next upcoming special feeder cattle auction will be October 6th, also featuring bred beef cows, cow-calf pairs, and beef breeding bulls. Questions on marketing your livestock, on farm visits, farm to farm livestock sales, give us a call at Premier 715 229 2500. Check our website, Premier Livestock and Don't forget today at 11 o'clock a.m. for the machinery auction. That will be our newspaper advertising deadline today at 11. Uh, if you didn't make that, don't worry about it. We, like I said, obviously you advertise on the radio. Uh, and uh Internet, and it'll be broadcast all over. Uh, we're taking consignments until October 2nd for our October 9th machinery auction. Don't forget this Friday, uh real exciting sale at Premier. We're going to have our racehorse auction, uh, also going to feature uh, buggy horses and uh, race yearlings. So lots of top-end horses there. That'll be this Friday at Premier. So, Bob, we'll maybe see you there.
0: I was just going to think. I might, <laughs> I might get over there. You never know.
3: Yep, uh, yep, you, you kind of been to them all, so yeah, I kind to of, have some highlights, I'll uh, tell
0: you that. Kind of like to watch the hay burners go through there and uh, see what they bring. All you right, bet. sir, well, we'll uh, maybe see you on Friday. Until then, uh, make sure the windshield wipers work. You might need them at least a little bit today.
3: All right, well, we need something settled the dust. We don't uh, need too much.
0: but Yeah, and uh, that might be what we get. Hey, Rocky, have a good one. Hey, thanks a lot. Bye. There goes Rocky over there at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Well, we've got uh, some rain in the forecast. I think some rain has fallen in some areas. I haven't checked outside our back door here for about 45 minutes, but uh, maybe Kelly Slifka has over there at Skywarn 13 uh, to see where the rain is coming. We're, we're going to see some, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, good. Hey, I got a question for you. I see. I got a report in here. It won't take too much of your time here, but... Uh, Takeout restaurants. They say the most uh, sought-after takeout restaurant in Wisconsin is La Miranda. Have you ever heard of that? No. I never have either. Also, down in Texas, where you were, uh-huh. the most popular takeout is La Griglia, Griglia. Never heard of that either. <laughs> How is that the most popular? I have no idea. I've never heard of either one of them. I, I don't mean- know. You would think maybe a pizza place. I don't know. I don't I mean, know. It sounds like Mexican to me. Yeah, it does. Uh, or, has, you know, I don't know. I've never heard of either one of them. That's no, weird. I haven't either. blob Miranda. I've never heard of it. I don't know where it is, but... Uh, i have to Google and see never, there is one. Yeah, I've never even seen it, let alone uh, tried it. But right. anyway, if you're going to go through the drive-in today, you might want to, you know wear a waterproof sleeve to reach for your food. It might get a little wet, huh?
8: Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. Everything's really scattered about. Uh, we do have some uh, rain in the Eau Claire area. It's kind of lined up along I-94. A little bit more activity up to the north toward a Rice Lake. Seen a little bit heavier rain. Also starting to move out of Minnesota into extreme western Wisconsin. A little bit heavier rain. Right now the focus is going to be from Eau Claire areas to the north where we're seeing more of the rain by this afternoon. A lot of this will shift down to the south from Eau Claire areas down to the south. So uh, we are looking at some scattered showers. It could be a couple of thunderstorms rolling through. It's not going to be as warm as yesterday simply because of the cloud cover and the rain, but it's still going to be pretty mild as we get up to about 72. Skies will be uh, mostly cloudy tonight as we dip down to 56. Tomorrow, one last warm summery day. Enjoy it because it's going to be changing pretty quickly this weekend. Partly cloudy skies tomorrow, high of 80. We will have mostly cloudy skies on Saturday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, 74. Then we're in the uh, 60s by Sunday. Right now in Eau Claire with some uh, light rain in the area, 63 degrees. I'm Scott Warren, 13 meteorologist Kelly Slivka.
0: Well, if you find La Miranda between now and tomorrow, let me know.
8: Yeah, I'll see one around this area. I've never, like I said, I've never heard of either Mm-mm. one of those.
0: No, yeah. I haven't either. But uh,
8: we'll find out. Thank you. you think this might be the last 80 degree day, huh? Oh, yeah. Next week. We're going to struggle to get in the 50s, I think, by about this
0: time next week, next <laughs> Thursday. Oh, so. Okay. Right. We'll live with it. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. There's Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 this morning taking a look at our weather information. And it brought to you by Pioneer.
6: Pioneer will take you on a behind-the-scenes journey to learn about the places that make Pioneer Pioneer. A disease nursery, farmer's fields, a seed treatment building, local fields across the country, and more. This is the Pioneer Audio Tour. Stay tuned.
7: The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm
0: Report. Well, we're going to get some of our local news and then get on to markets. We're about 23 minutes before 6 o'clock and there's never been any food that slipped by Scott Schultz without him knowing about it, so let's check on him. I got a report, the best locally owned takeout in Wisconsin. They've got them from all over the country, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of them, I'll tell you what, I've never heard of, but uh, the report shows the most sought-after takeout restaurant in Wisconsin is La Miranda. It's in Milwaukee. Well, you're guessing. You don't know that.
1: No, no, it's in Milwaukee. It really is. I've never uh, gotten takeout, and uh, it, yeah, it's it's in Milwaukee. You've actually and, heard of uh, this, or it,
0: you're just blowing smoke up our skirt? No, I, I've actually heard of it. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. The yeah, in I, 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 Iowa it, they're pretty it, exotic. What?
1: What? One twenty-five East
0: National Avenue, Milwaukee. Yeah, and you Googled it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have known anything about it. Don't <laughs> give me that. You had no idea what La Merenda was. But I the uh, favorite takeout is the uh cheese shop. So
1: Oh absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, but uh, anyway, yeah. some restaurants you know, my, are, my, I never heard of when you said the cheese shop that made me think we uh my father in law and I just jumped in and made a special trip uh a few miles away over toward Lynn the other day just for cheese curds you know you got to do that sometimes
0: cheese curds are a staple of the wisconsin diet that's for sure well i understand the vice president's going to be in town later this morning
1: you bet vice president mike pence is visiting eau claire the vice president is scheduled to arrive at chippewa valley airport this morning pence will make a stop at midwest manufacturing shortly before noon and then head to minneapolis for a cops for trump event some people in Milwaukee, in the Milwaukee area, blocked a section of I-94 last night because prosecutors in Kentucky are not bringing charges for Brianna Taylor's death. The attorney general in Kentucky yesterday announced the indictment for one officer for wrongfully firing his gun, but no other charges for the officer involved shooting that left Taylor dead. Police say her boyfriend fired at them during a late-night raid to serve an arrest warrant, but the police were at the wrong home. The boyfriend shot at what he thought were intruders, and the police returned fire. Wisconsin's Republican-led state legislature is challenging the ruling that extends the window to count absentee ballots in the state. Lawmakers yesterday asked the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals to overturn Madison Federal Judge William Conley's ruling for Monday that gave clerks an extra six days to accept and count absentee ballots. Conley said it will take that long for all ballots in the state to come in through the mail. State law says all ballots have to be at a, a local election manager's uh, hands by 8 p.m. on Election Day. Republicans want the federal court to abide by that law. And the investigation into possibly missing or misspent money at Eau Claire County's Department of Human Services is now in the hands of the sheriff. Eau Claire County Sheriff Ron Kramer yesterday said he will open a forensic audit into the DHS. The sheriff said two people who work in the department are refusing to cooperate with that investigation, so he has no choice. Kramer said there could be some subpoenas coming. The audit comes after a DHS employee was charged with theft, and after the department has been millions of dollars over budget for several years and really quickly Bob another thing that if you miss those um interviews with the Pence egg representative or the Pence, the Trump egg representative or the Biden egg representative go to our website 20 com. our entire shows podcast are on there go to the website 20 com Click on the Midwest Farm Report page, scroll down to podcast, you can hear the entire thing, uh, the entire show day after day.
0: Yep, you can do that so you can keep track of all, all that stuff and we'll, we'll see if we get anybody. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it, it's so frustrating. Let's go <laughs> yep, to markets, let's it. go to markets, where do we go first? Let's do
1: that. Let's go over to the equity baron barn and hear from Casey.
0: For today's sale,
11: unfinished years and heifers went from 70 and down. Cull cows today we topped out at 66.50 with the top 20% selling from 58.50 to 65.50. 60% sold from 50.50 to 57.50 and the bottom 20% was selling from 49 and down. Cull bulls today were selling from 80 to 85. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from 67.50 to 127.50. We topped out at 130. Quality Holstein heifer calves were selling from 40 and down and light and poor quality calves works on from 50 and down if you have any questions from today's sales please contact al at 608-477-5825 thank you and have a good day
6: your goodwill has been the halloween headquarters for generations of trick-or-treaters with each purchase you fuel job training and opportunities for people with barriers to employment how's that for a treat
7: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: now yeah, let's get more markets from the equity barns. We'll go to Sparta now and find out what Rod Knutson has to say about yesterday's sale. The slaughter call mark today steady with 20% of the cows at
5: 58 to 67.5. 60% of the cows at 50 to 58. And 20% of the cows at 50 and down. Slaughter bull market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls at 80 to 90. We topped at 98 with your canner lightweight utility bulls at 80 and down. Fed cattle market steady to week. with the choice overnight beef steers and heifers one, 1 to $1.05. We topped at $1.06. Select the choice beef steers and heifers at $92 to $1.00. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers at 94 to 98 Choice overnight Holstein steers 92 to 96 Choice Holsteins 85 to 92 With your standard select steers and heifers at 85 and in town. Replacement calf market steady with the top Holstein bull calves at $80 to $1.40. Heifer calves at 20 to 60 and the good beef up calves, $1.50 to $2.30 a pound. And this has been Rod Knutson at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day.
0: Thank you, Rod. You have a good day, too. 16 minutes before 6 o'clock. More markets from the Equity Barns. Jerry Fitzgerald is here from Stratford. Morning, Jerry. Are you getting any rain yet over in uh, your part of the world in Marathon County? Uh, well, good morning to you, Bob. Uh, I don't think so. I went out, uh, just kind of
12: stuck my head out before. and The deck was still fairly dry yet, but there's a lot of rain. Lot of, on the radar screen uh, points here north so i'm
7: thinking something's
0: coming down yeah there's well it's not going to be real heavy i don't think but uh, we should see a little dust settler if nothing else how's the market been going so far over at stratford All right, Bob,
12: uh, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. This will be a summary from uh, yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the market cow auction yesterday. Cows uh, continued on a mostly steady trend this week. Higher-yielding, fleshier cows on yesterday's auction were selling from 60 to 67.5. Most of the cows yesterday, your average dairy cows are selling from 44 to 59. Thin cows, like carcass cows, 43 and back. On the bull trade yesterday, your better-quality bulls, mostly from uh, 82 to 93, uh, bulls topped at 95.5. Lightweight bulls, uh, 77 and down. On the fat cattle trade, uh, steady trend continues. Uh, choice grading Holstein steers, yesterday's auction mostly from uh, 82 to 95. From fancy high yielding choice and strictly prime Holsteins sell from 95 to a top of 99.5. And, and your select grading cattle uh, and big, heavy, overfinished cattle, uh, those are below the $80 money. Now, on the calf market, uh, yesterday's sale, your better quality, 9,230-pound Holstein bull calves, 70 to 140. Uh, Heifer calves, very limited demand, 50 and back on those heifer calves. Beef calves, decent demand, mostly from uh, 100 up to 240. Now, we are already at Thursday, so uh, Thursday auction today does start at 11. Uh, We'll sell cows, market cows today, bulls, fat cattle, baby calves this afternoon. And just keep in mind... uh, wholesale schedule here at equity stratford next week and that will include our next uh, uh next hay sale will be next uh tuesday september 29th uh next feeder cattle sale next wednesday september 30th so man we're looking at the calendar here a week from today is october already huh yep
0: yep Yeah, you won't be getting much pay bail today so uh well we uh, in the folks
12: have been working hard uh a uh, lot of hours chopping corn, making hay, so, well, maybe today we need a little break. Yeah,
0: so. uh, not a bad idea. Well, you enjoy the day, and uh, we'll talk to you bright and early in the morning. You guys also, and thank you much. Well, there he goes. That's Mr. Fitzgerald over there at the Equity Stratford sale barn. We out about 14 minutes before 6 o'clock. 63 degrees right now, and again, 72 about the high with... Scattered rain showers starting up north and then gradually moving further south across the state and across the listening area.
4: I need the solve without the cell.
0: With NK
10: Seeds, I get people I trust who show me where their hybrids and varieties fit in my field without the heavy cell. So I get solutions that solve my problems from a partner who
7: knows that success matters. Find yourself at nkseeds.com. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: That's kind of appropriate for the folks that feed you because Michelle joins us now from tree Livestock in Thorpe. And you just got through with the sale last night. What did you feed the gang? Cookies or bars or what did you have last night? Oh,
11: come on! I did have some cookies there earlier uh, in the day. Uh, yeah. So I didn't because, you know, come on! What? You are such a troublemaker. I found out. I actually. Speaking of which, I forgot. Oh, this I came in, and We're I always good. think that you drum this. I think that this is the stuff that you drum up in your head all the time about, like you know, the the bathroom put in my tree stand, and I actually. Was told yesterday that it was Al Swoboda that gave you that idea. So now I know that it's not always you drumming this stuff up in your head. Well, so I, pre- I, I was like, the, wow.
0: I appreciate the apology.
11: Well, I was beginning <laughs> to think, like, man, <laughs> he, I don't know what this guy is on or smoking or whatever, but here it's Ooh, not that, just you; know, well, it's that, other people coming up with this stuff.
0: Yeah, that Al Swoboda, I don't know what he's on and smoking either. So you got to. No, he doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> now you're going to get me in trouble uh, well, again. You're the one that said it. I didn't. No, uh, no. Well, anyway, we gotta. We better get the market report before you go back to the oven making more cookies and pies for the weekend. What happened last night?
11: Oh, sure. Thank you, Bob. I'll tell you all about it. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, September 23rd at Turing Livestock Market in the Slavic market, we tapped at 74.5 with a consignment by Harley Omega Cornell. 80% of the cows sold from 49 and up. Market cows were 60 to 68. Low yielding cows 50 to 60. Thin and weak cows 49 and down. In the Holstein Steer Market Choice 82 to 92, selects for 80 and down. Four beef type steers and heifers, choice 90 to a dollar, selects for 87 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 80. To 87 with the utilities at 78 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality, wholesome bull calves slope from 70 to a top of 120, consigned by Robert Chapik of Cadot. Lighter and lower quality calves, $30 and down. hosted heifer were 25 to $90 per head, beef calves, 85 to 250 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs. There was no test. Sells were 15 to 22. Bores were nine and a half and down. The next will be Monday, September 28th. We'll start with Kev's at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you'd like an on-farm visit, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at com. For all the us at True livestock. if you only owned an operating market, have a great day.
0: You yeah, have a great day. Have a great weekend. It's going to cool off, you know.
11: I know tomorrow is going to be beautiful again. Know, it I has know. been pretty nice, but I heard I heard him say that it was going to have a hard time reaching the 50s next week.
0: So. Oh, later on, uh, that. that's a long way away. A lot can happen between now sure. and then. so we'll enjoy this that's while true. we got it. You bet. Have a good yeah. weekend. You too. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over train livestock in Thorpe. Ten minutes to six. Sixty-three degrees. Don't sweat your floor getting wet. Put in worry-free and stylish waterproof flooring from Wall-to-Wall Carpet One. Right now, during the Waterproof
3: Flooring Sale, you could save up to $1,000 on select waterproof carpet, luxury vinyl, even hardwood. Plus, get zero interest financing when you pay in full within 18 months. Come to -to Wall-to-Wall Carpet One today. Sale ends September 27th. Save 10% off your purchase of select flooring products to a maximum discount of $1,000 based on $10,000 purchase. Financing subject to credit approval. Interest will be charged from purchase date if the promotional purchase is not paid in full within 18 months. Minimum monthly payments required.
6: A-plus snow removal. 715-382-3228. A-plus snow removal. At Central Livestock,
0: and let's go to Central Livestock and the Zombrota Sale
9: Barn. Pat Michler has numbers in the sheep and goat division. We had market lambs. The new crop were bringing a to a and we had a few selects of old crop up to a dollar we had 50 to 70 pound feeder lambs, a dollar 35 to 210. 70 to 90 pounds brought a dollar to a dollar 70. Slaughter use, utility, and goods were at 65 to 95, and we had some thin and col use ranging from 30 to 65. In the goat division, the small goats, 40 to 60 pounds, they were bringing from 40 to 120. 70- to 90-pound goats were at 120- to 140. We had larger goats, 90- to 100 pounds, bringing from 140- to 330 dollars, with the nanny goats ranging from 25- to 270 dollars per head. And taking a look at the Tuesday feeder pig auction, we had some feeder pigs in up to 60 pounds, bringing 250- to 20 to 80-pound pigs bred up to $30, and we had some 80- to 100-pound pigs bringing up to $70 per head. And also a quick reminder of our next special feeder cattle sale coming up on Thursday, October 8th, the special getting started at 10 o'clock.
6: Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like AW.
7: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And our Synergy Co market Report shows the board to trade a little lower this morning after some uh, harvest pressure took prices down overnight. December corn down four at 364. The oats down a penny at 286. December wheat down six at five forty two. November soybeans down eleven cents overnight, ten oh three and soybean meal for October down three dollars and ten cents a ton at three hundred thirty-nine dollars. Country elevator prices on our DTN screen this morning at Golden Plump. The corn is three twenty four a bushel. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, the corn is 306, the beans at 945, soybeans at Stevens Point at 931. Elk Mound, the corn is 308, the beans at 951. Sparta, 316 on the corn, 938 on the beans. And Ellsworth, corn is 298, the beans at 945. At the ethanol plants, Boyceville, corn 326, Stanley 312, New Richmond 304. Barrel cheese traded at half a cent, lower yesterday $1.63, the block's down six at 254. Double A butter down a dime at a dollar fifty two a pound. September class three down two at sixteen twenty five. October up three at eighteen forty five. November up one at eighteen seventeen. December up thirteen at seventeen thirty four. January up nine at sixteen seventy six. And I uh, want to get this in. Uh, rainfall reporter Ken Mahalco up in the Gilman area. Ken sends ours in the mail and i got to admit, I don't check the mailbox all that often because, you know, most everything comes through an email. But I saw this uh, the other day. I want to share this. Uh, Kenny was good enough to continue to be a rainfall reporter, and we do appreciate that. In August, 5.9 inches rain up there in the Gilman area, 3 inches on the 13th. small grain harvest did get slowed by the rain in the middle of the month, but lots of drying for thrashing, straw baling, and haying. And uh, just uh, deep green trees, corn and soybeans, great sweet corn and garden veggies as well. So thanks, Ken. Ken Mahalko up in the Gilman area, 5.9 inches rain in August. And we're going to get some rain, nothing like that today, maybe a quarter to a half an inch, as uh, maybe it's already done a little bit in your area, but it looks like it will cover most of the listening area today with a high about 72 degrees. We're about 63 right now. That's four point
3: five i